Hi, hi, hello. This is so weird, you guys, because I have started and stopped this episode podcast like 12 times at least. In fact, I did an entire 20 minutes already of talking about what I thought I was going to talk about and then started choking half to death at the end because my throat was so dry and realized I hated it. So I deleted it. And the ironic part is I, I actually wrote notes for this episode I, I and I titled them Tuesday Show Notes. And today I am struggling. It's almost giving me anxiety to look at these notes and try to follow the notes and follow my plan. Um, and I'm almost glad that I deleted that one and that I am having a struggle because I took a break and went into Abby's room and she showed me like a funny something or another. And I was telling her my struggle with this podcast and not being able to get the words out and say what I needed to say and say it the right way. And she said, well, I know your target audience are not kids my age, but kids my age these days have a very short, um, attention span. I couldn't think of the word as usual. Um, she said, that's why TikTok is taking off so much because they're just very short videos and that's kind of targets her, all the kids, her age is what she's telling me. And that, um, the things that are the most successful are very just short clippets and that kids her age there's no way I said well my I try to make it to where my podcast is no more than 20 minutes well that would be um torture to her or for kids her age to sit and listen to 20 minutes of talking and it kind of was like a dagger to my heart and also somehow goes perfectly with what I was trying to share that I couldn't get the words out right before I deleted it and it's about a book that I'm reading or that I've read I finished um we have things so accessible and so easy for us these days I mean you can pick up the phone and you can order your food um we used to wait to have to have our film developed like like real pictures developed now you just take millions on your cell phone and Um, Everything is just so instant, instant, instant that they're having a hard time enjoying the simplicities of life where when, if you're in my age group, I grew up, I was born in 1970. Um, We rode our bikes. We ran around, you know, ran around the streets. Of course, things didn't seem as scary. Our parents gave us a lot of freedom. It was a different time. I do realize that. But with all the technology, it's like, I'm not going to say every kid because I don't want to put every kid in a box. They are, not every kid is like this. But a good majority have lost what it's like to just appreciate being in simple moments with very little things and just having your imagination and it breaks my heart you guys like my daughter tells me so often I wish I was born when you were born mom I really wish I was born when you were born it's heartbreaking um 
And it does go perfect with the book that I just read that I wanted to share. I ordered this book and yeah, hello, with technology, I ordered it one day and the book came the very next day. Um, Shopping has even changed in the last few years. Everything has changed. So the book that I ordered, I'm going to start with a quote from the author of this book. And the quote goes, It's easy to look into the mirror and take stock of all that we feel is lacking or wrong about our bodies. Instead, we must learn the habit of beholding our bodies as a gift. This was written by Tish Harrison Warren. She is the author of the book that I ordered. The title of the book is called Liturgy of the Ordinary. It's basically um, sacred practices in your everyday life. And when I ordered this book, I was actually had the intention of getting a completely different book, but the cover caught my eye and I also wasn't familiar with liturgy. I I don't go I don't go to church often, and um, I do believe in God and Jesus, and I do read my Bible. And for me, it's important for me and my faith to to ha- to believe in God and Jesus. That is what I have chosen for me. And I feel like for me, it has um, made it to where I'm here today because there's so much hope in it. And so liturgy of the ordinary and the word liturgy that I was not familiar with, I had to look up the word, the definition. I watched videos. Then I was completed this book. I read through the book. So I have a good... Um, grasp an understanding of the word now and I decided to write my own definition in simple terms that would make sense to me the definition I came up with is hearing what the Lord has for us in our daily routines and rituals and whether we're paying attention or not we all have habits we formed and we all have rituals in our days um, for one of Mine mine would be having the coffee in the morning. I'm a big lover of the coffee. And even um, for me, uh, it's, it's the smell of it, the taste of it, the feel of it in my, my hands. I love to have my morning coffee. And I have made it a routine and a ritual. And in reading this book, I was, I was, had my eyes opened. Um, in a way that I had not realized before about how important these habits in our daily lives are and how if we just stumble through them without really thinking, we don't see the gifts and we don't see God in those everyday moments if we're just kind of like going through the motions without like really thinking about it. And ordinary has a special place in my heart. Um, I love the ordinary. Um, I did a photo series on it, 365 days. I would make sure at some point in my day that I would recognize and notice something very ordinary, capture it digitally, and, um, and then put it up on Flickr. And I did it 
I did this project for the entire year, which was a huge, you know, big deal for me anyway, to, to finish well in a project. Um, I often start things and don't finish. So when I do, I like really celebrate big. And when I finished this project of the ordinary, that is so important to me, um, I decided to write a blog post about it and share about it. And then I, I also, in the course of my life, have written, I don't like to call it a bucket list, I call it a dream list, and I've written things down that I, that I want to do in life. And one of the things that I wanted to do was to get published. And um, let's start small. Um, I didn't really think in terms of publishing a book, but I just wanted to get a piece of my work published. So a magazine that I had been admiring for a few months um, had come out, Bella Grace, um, a few years ago and I loved the magazine it was like my people I would read the magazine and look through the pictures and I'm like this magazine is gorgeous and it spoke to me and there was like kind of in the back of the magazine you, there's an open call to submit work to see if they it might be published so I was scared I was really scared but I decided I was going to submit my my article on the ordinary and with a few pictures and it was accepted and it was oh my goodness the biggest feeling of achievement um to just get it published i it was like oh gosh i can check that off my little dream list so that got published so ordinary to me holds a very special place in my heart so when i saw the title liturgy of the ordinary with the open-faced peanut butter jelly sandwich on the cover peanut butter on one side jelly on the other side with you know two pieces of bread and the whole reason i even figured out that this book existed and in a roundabout way too is i was listening to jeremy and audrey a podcast called um i think it's called behind the scenes and jeremy is one of the roll-offs and i don't expect everyone to know who the roll-offs are but they had a show called um little people big world and I am a fan of that show and I have watched that show since the very beginning and I don't think it's on anymore um, and for sure I know Audrey and Jeremy are not on the show anymore they decided not not to be a part of the show and they have a podcast and it's like visiting an old friend because um, it's like so great to hear their voices they offer so much um, good content in their podcast and they were talking about um, a book of liturgies that they were finding special to their family and basically it was um, kind of a book of prayers for everyday ordinary situations and I went on to Amazon to order that book but I instead ordered this book that I'm telling you about because the cover caught my eye plus it seemed like a good way, place to start not knowing anything at all about what liturgy meant and I shouldn't care and it shouldn't matter if you're judging me because I don't know what that word means but um, I didn't know because it wasn't part of my um, my culture of 
when I do go to church, it's not kind of, it's not language spoken in the church that any church that I've attended. So, um, it was new to me and it was, and it felt so good to learn something new and to actually, you know, I was able to, to underline key sentences that were important to me and to write notes and to just like really dive deep into this book and kind of learn what it means. And that first quote, you know, that I opened with, um, I believe that the reason the author spoke those words was because in, in her religion, um, when someone gets a new home, they will go through it and they will pray through all the rooms and, and bless all the rooms. And when it comes to the bathroom, everyone, she said, usually pays close attention. Like, what are you going to say about the bathroom? And what she wanted to remind, to remind her reader of was that when we walk into the bathroom and we have the mirror there that we're looking into, it's so easy for us to just pick ourselves to pieces instead of looking at yourself in the mirror and saying like, I am God's creation and, and appreciating it. And I mean, the fact that, that we have bodies is a gift. And for me, um, I can walk and I can kind of run and um, I love yoga and I love to stretch and our bodies are so special and so unique and we're all it blows my mind how there's billions of people and we all look different and we all have different voices and uh, like my mind could just be blown to a million pieces when I think about all of the creations and all the world and everything that is so beautiful around us and all the gifts and oh my gosh I just it just blows my mind that's all I can say and so this the way it lined up too which is so amazing to me it's so God in the way he just loves us so much that it's like I hear this I get this book and then guess what tomorrow is Ash Wednesday and I am not Catholic. I am not Lutheran. I am just a believer in Christ. Um, I'm not going to go get ash put on my forehead. Um, and I may not even give anything up. But for a lot of um, people, it means a season of giving something up until Easter, until the resurre resurrection. And for me, um, I think it's going to mean to add something. And after reading Tish's book, I really, really was captured by the way, I think it was the very first chapter, if not the second chapter, I can't remember because they all kind of like bled together after I read the whole book in a day. But um, she talks about starting your morning and the way you start it. And yes, I have my coffee every morning. That is part of my ritual. But before I even go get my coffee, I usually sit up in bed and unplug my phone and grab my phone and I kind of scroll through first of all Instagram because I love Instagram and then I'll share my prompts of what the day is and my stories and I start with social media and so what I've decided is from and I've started two days early because I've been doing it the last couple of days is I get up and I make my bed and then I go downstairs and I sit on the sofa 
and I journal and I do a devotion and I pray and I I do things that are fulfilling to my soul and then I can pick up my phone and I'm also sipping on my coffee while I'm doing this by the way it's been awesome the last two mornings have been awesome in fact morning number one I felt like I was walking on clouds like it was such an amazing way to start the day I got to work I work with rich I work with my family hello everybody we're just so intertwined over here but I got to work and had my day at work and when I left rich motorcycle man texted me and he's like gosh today you had so much life in you and you were in such a good mood and he noticed and and then I teased back and said well I think it's because I made my bed today I made our bed today and um but honestly there's something to it you guys I made the bed I felt good about it to come home from work and see your bed made it feels good too I'm just it's not been part of my routine or habits to make the bed um which I think is ironic because it should have been ingrained into me because growing up it was a rule in our house that we had to make our beds before we left for school every day so I had been making my bed for quite some time, uh, years, um, every day. And then all of a sudden I got married and it was like, rebel, I am not making my bed. Sorry, mom. Um, so I'm not a big, big bed maker in the morning, morning, especially. I will tell you, I'm not a morning person. I'm usually kind of grumpy in the morning and Rich is the happy bird morning person, like sings and dances and he's the one that makes me the coffee and I just am a very little words in the morning so I tend to make our bed if I'm going to make it later in the day or even in the evening um, so it feels good to start a new routine and I know it's doable because there's a beginning point and there's an end point and who knows I mean a miracle might happen and I might just start making my bed every morning I don't know but that's where I'm going to start um, in this season of Lent. And um, I'm still going to try my best to keep my episodes at 20 minutes because I'm thinking people can listen 20 minutes. I mean, I listen to hour-long podcasts when I'm sitting at my desk at work and I love them. But, it, you know, different strokes for different folks. Some people love to listen to podcasts, love to listen to books on tape or books on whatever it is nowadays, um, audio or whatever. Um, if you're built that way, you're going to like this. If you're not, then who cares? You're not even listening. But um, it still hurts my heart to know that the generation, mostly a good portion of them, um, didn't get to experience what I got to experience growing up and um, that's very sad to me but we try to make the best of it do the best we can as parents if you're a parent to um, keep your children present too I know for us there's never phones at meal time there's not even phones when we're sitting and watching TV because we have certain shows we watch as a family survivor one of them amazing race we like reality shows um guilty pleasure big brother we love all the reality shows and um we some of our family time is spent in front of the tv um if we're sitting out in the backyard with a campfire um we we just kind of 
as a family put our phones away because it feels good to talk person to person and I watch um Abby get frustrated a lot because um in some of her friendships the phone is such a big key in in their lives that they'll be spending the time around the phone making TikToks or whatever and she's yearning to actually you know hang out and do something like paint a picture uh, go thrift store shopping you know you are how you're raised and so um, she's just kind of used to those things because that's how we live but anyway I am going to leave you for now with peace and with love and hopefully this turned out because I know I ramble and I go in all different directions but um, I'm not going to do it again this is going to be it and do me a favor don't give up whatever you're striving for do not give up just keep going even if you backslide even if you take two steps back and only one step forward don't quit just keep going keep going eventually you will get there and it'll feel so good until next time goodbye <laughs>